Hi and welcome to Ladies of Graphical, where our corners are rounded and our type is bold. I am here today with the amazing Lisa Staten. Hi. <laughs> I am also joined by the fabulous Cat Stevens. Hello. And the beautiful Emily Crow. Hello. Yeah, I don't know why I can't say Lisa's name, but apparently this Lisa. Is- <laughs> I can't say her name. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa. Lisa. (laughs) All right, yeah. It's going to be one of those days, folks, and I apologise in advance. But we are here and we have done the unthinkable. We have dragged out our portfolios. Speak for yourself. Well, yeah, dusted them off. definitely dragged. You know, pulled them out of the cupboards, hidden them away and all that kind of thing. So we've got them here for you today. Uh, we're also joined by a special guest of Woohoo! Pippi, the yeah. cat. She's currently um, trying to get on my... Well, she's on my lap. Yeah. yeah she's I think she looks I like think she's trying to get over to me. No, she's not. I tried the pussy. No, she likes me best. Well, that's she's on my lap. <laughs> yeah, so if we, uh, if we suddenly get distracted, it's because there is a cat running around. So we apologise. <laughs> Um, so yes, yeah, so we're going to go through the portfolios today, but I also have some really exciting news. Mm-hmm. Ladies of Graphical are now on Twitter. <laughs> so you can follow us at, at LGraphical, or just search for Ladies of Graphical on Twitter, because the main reason we've done that is because we've realised that this specific episode is going to be quite a visual episode, and if we're trying to describe things and maybe not describing them too well, it'd probably be best if you guys can see the stuff that we're talking about. So we're going to put everything that we're talking about today on Twitter. So after this podcast, head over and take a look at the, the pictures and all the stuff that we're going to put up. We will try and take some decent pictures of them, and we'll also take a picture of the cat as well, because she seems to be the uh, the main feature of today. So, cat, would you like to take us through your massive portfolio? I've got no idea what I'm going to find in here. I've not looked in it for about four years. Wow. And when we got it out of the garage, it did have some mould on it. <laughs> nice. So, ladies, mm. oh, there's like some kind of, oh, that's nice. <laughs> What we have here? Oh, it really smells like cupboard. Oh, nice. This it's a bit of classic mark making. Oh, Ooh, got a little yeah. bit of mark making. It's got mm. some candle wax, some paint. You know when I wow. said in the olden days multimedia wasn't like technological things? It was this. It was so just putting all the stuff from the art cupboard onto one piece of paper. There's a sketchbook that's probably a bit separate. There's a painting of some lilies in a kind of... Oh, I like that. Oh, Georgia O'Keefe. They are quite phallic. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is weird because a lot of George O'Keefe is more vaginary. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I know, know George O'Keefe, yeah. Yeah, it's kind mm. of skulls and vagina flowers. I studied here at school. Mm. Mm. That does explain a lot. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this looks like it was in an exam. It says K.L. Casey, painting and drawing. Is there a date on it? It's it's covered in tissue paper like an olden days photograph. Ooh. And oh, it's oh. a sleeping oh lady. God. It's That's a sleeping really lady. Good. Okay, Kat, you cannot be <gasps> part of this podcast. Cat. Wow. Oh, wow. I think oh that's from a GCSE. GCSE. Fuck off. That's amazing. Thanks. Who is it of? Do you know the person or is it just somebody? It's just a random sleeping woman. Yeah, just sorry found for the, um, somebody sleeping. Um, it was somebody at school. Sleeping. They just why? had to come in and lie on a mattress while we drew them. Oh, God. Them. I thought it was like, why are you, why are you drawing, like, ultra-realistic oh. children sleeping? Oh. Oh, no. This. Oh, no. This is all attached to each other. Yeah, we apologise for the rustling old? in this, this episode. There's, There's going to be a lot of rustling. This lady was a student teacher 
who um, was our student drama teacher, probably my first serious girl crush. I was so in love with her. I don't remember her name. Oh, okay. Then. That is that you don't remember yeah. her name. I can't unattach her. Do you remember her she's, face? She's stuck on. There's her little face. Oh, oh her haircut's so cool. She looks a bit like um, that girl out of Dawson's Creek, but with black hair. Oh, uh, Jen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Michelle Williams. No, I wonder who I saw first, her or Michelle Williams. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> oh, you're very good, Kat. Yeah. Uh, there's some child. There's um, my next door neighbour's dad. Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Shout out to Rex. And oh, that's pretty. I like that. Girl, Johnny Green. Looks like it might have been the same girl as this. This is wow. Anne Forrest. Anne Forrest. I'm going to tag you on Facebook. And, um, Hashtag. <laughs> see if you remember me drawing a picture of you. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Your, um, what's his name, T-shirt? Bob Marley? Oh, wow, yeah. That's really good. <laughs> That's not this Bob really Marley. Good. That's not Bob Marley. No. <laughs> Mine's going to be shit now. Like, looking at this. Speak for yourself. I'm Are you sure Bob that's Marley? a Bob Marley T-shirt? <laughs> I'm not sure. He's white for a start. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Anne Forrest oh, can have a look at the picture and tell us what the like t-shirt a, was. Kind of yeah. like a woman. It is from 1998 mm. and that was definitely in A-levels. We might have to do like a, a competition of what t-shirt is this? Oh, yeah. I'm really impressed. Ooh. That's very good. Life just got even more multimedia. Oh, a nice wow. bit of Textures. brown. Texture. Corrugated cardboard, Ooh. a lot of PVA glue, some various brown substances. Oh, PVA glue. What looks like the sprinkles from a hole punch. Very important in the art world. <laughs> sprinkles <laughs> from a hole punch. Some, some good sprinkles of... of but if it, is it a craft if it's not got a PVA Ooh. glue? Exactly. Now, is it art These are even... from my um, PGSE. Ooh. So that was just like some more... Oh, that's flower, oh, seed yeah. pod. Mm. What's that done with? Typical. Looks like ink. Yeah, it does look like ink. It looks like you've blown it. I've got a it. feeling it's ink mixed with PVA glue drawn with a pen fashioned from a stick we found in the outdoors. That's <laughs> yeah. a very specific callback. Doesn't anyone else have to do this shit? A random nice. picture of a chair. What's that? Is that That a chair? is from my B-Tech. No, it's some kind of down. basket. Oh, okay. um, we went to, oh, what's it called? Edwinstow. We went to the woods mm. in Edwinstow. There's a guy who owns a big private area of woodland. And every year the college got to go and make weird sculptures. And we kind of built dens, hang out in the wood for three days. That's amazing. And that was like the mini version that I brought back with me. All about varying textures. You're a very textual person. How far mm. do you want to go through? I don't mind. Just you know, go through and pick up I'm, some... I'm waiting for naked ladies. That's yeah, I want some naked ladies. Just some rubbings. Oh, I can Ooh, see rubbings. a nice bit of fabric print from my Ooh. degree. Back Ooh, to the that's lilies. Cool. That's awesome. All the fabric ended up in my sister's house. Oh, oh nice. yeah, that is cool. I believe More vagina some... flowers. More vagina yeah. flowers. Vagina and penis simultaneously. <laughs> The colour lily, the greatest of the... Oh, and there's a piece of text. I wonder if that's... It's about flowers. It's Ooh. quite... It's about, nice it's about flower sex, services of the adults to make sure female flowers exude nectar for them. That's quite an exotic piece. Such an arum before would have brought pollen, drink from the female flowers, they fertilise them. They still find beating hearts. There's a B-E-R. Might have said member. Throbbing <laughs> purple member. Ooh. So, um, yeah, that became some curtains. in Not in red and black, in... Tones of green, oh, I believe. That's... There's another sketchbook. Ooh, there is an actual sketchbook. Oh, here is... Naked Lady. Part Naked of Lady. my degree show. 
Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's a weird little Lord of the Rings thing. No, not that. I see boobs in the rest of the uh, podcast. Oh, okay. I was like, that doesn't look like boobs to me. Mythical beasts. Oh, yeah. this is a terrible project I did at a really, really rough school in Bexhill. Um, about mythical beasts. Very nice. Very nice. This is a painting of the <gasps> Villendorf Venus, oh. I believe. Boobs. I don't know. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big fat statuey thing with boobs and well, a bit of a. There's quite a dark feet. minge going on there. She's got <laughs> very, very small feet. She's got the bit that creeps me out. It's her tiny arms that just balance on top of her feet. Oh, I didn't even notice. That. Oh my god, they're her arms. Yeah. Oh, wow. She's a bit like a. This Buddha. isn't from my mind. This is an actual famous sculpture mm, thing. Yeah. Look at her belly button. The size of her belly button. No. Yeah. Um, her whole fist. You know much about? Oops, sorry. Fertility statues. But apparently, they were quite often in a bit of a. Phallic-y, rounded shape, oh, and ladies would. Um, she looks like a little chode. Encourage themselves with the statues of the ladies. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Oh, did not realise. Wow. That. Yeah. Someone um, get onto one summer. Let them know. <laughs> you know. They're doing it wrong. I don't know if anyone wants to buy a dildo shaped like a little fat lady. <laughs> um, yeah. That's that's the whole, someone put the whole thing in head first. It's a bit creepy. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Do you? Do you get that? Yeah. empty sketchbooks. That's oh. quite nice. Like a free gift. You can use that. Yeah. A free, um, free gift to yourself. Here, this looks like a teaching prop. This is oh, oh, this is from an interview. Ooh. I did. Oh, nice. A really nice school in London. Um, I didn't get oh, the job. Wow. Apparently, I was the runner-up, but I didn't have enough A-level teaching experience. But um, I went in and taught a sample lesson on Hundertwasser, who is a kind of really awesome, um, I can't even remember where he's from, Austrian, Austrian painter and architect. He's got some amazing buildings with like trees growing out of flats and things, which was quite cool for the old I've never heard of them before. Um, Is this the portfolio that you showed when you got the job? I didn't show them the portfolio. I showed them those dodgy drawings of horses on my iPad. That's one. Okay, cool. There's some (laughs) step-by-step technical drawings. Oh, there's a nice picture of Luc de Triomphe. I've just ripped it in half because it's all stuck together. Oh, perspective drawings. Perspective, Eiffel Tower, uh, Van Gogh teaching board. Oh, didn't used to be a massive Van Gogh fan. And then after I taught it to teenagers, I realised that he's actually really cool for teaching mm-hmm. compared to like, oh, some things like Turner are so dry for teaching. Whereas you can like go in with the whole, yeah, he fell in love with a prostitute and he was crazy and he was getting fucked up with Toulouse-Lautrec all the time. So mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. a little... That's really cool. I saw his um, sunflowers in one of the museum mm. uh, galleries in mm. London. It was really cool. They I are awesome. Um, Sometimes you can't be prepared until you actually see it. It's, yeah, they, it's are, effect, it? they are something really impressive to see in real life. Mm. Um, mm. I saw Starry Night in uh, MoMA in New York, okay. and that was probably like one of the most exciting real paintings I've ever seen. It's the most <laughs> boring, or the, the, not the most boring, but the most disappointing paintings that I've seen mm. is the. I don't like Dali, his paintings. His, like, melting mm. clocks or oh. something like that. I can't stand I'm a it. fanboy for Dali. I like Dali. Really? Yeah, yeah. I do, yeah. I like Dali. Yeah, yeah but I'm, do you I'm know, it's like his, like, his history, like, the fact that why he did it and so it's just totally bollocks. Like, he just did it because <laughs> he could or just for the money. And it's like... Oh, yeah. And then just spat out bollocks about it being all about his, like, dreams or something. And really, yeah. it was just a money-making scheme. I was just like... I feel like you're bitter about him. Yeah, yeah. I am. Really, as soon as I, I really liked him and then I found out paintings. that. And then I was like, yeah, I'm, 
Oh, yeah. You see, what really annoyed me is we get told and told and told, you know, about Bauhaus and the, the mm. Bauhaus movement oh. and all that. And, um, <laughs> I'm not I, a Bauhaus fan. Either. No, I'm not a Bauhaus fan at all. But when we went to the Tate in London, they've got a load of Pete Mondrian stuff. Mm. And you know the really famous one that he did that's like the red and green squares? Yes. I think it's shit. Like, <laughs> it's awful. It's just it's like subjective, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. What's the what's the thing that when you've gone to a gallery that or a museum and one more of a gallery that you've seen that actually's like wow and you didn't expect it? Mine was a Sarah Lucas piece. Oh, I do like was, Sarah Lucas. Yeah, mm. I never got like um, that kind of art before. What is it? What's it called again? That kind of is it exhibition? It is a word. From... I can't remember. It's been so long. Um, no, but that type of art, and I've never really liked it before. But then mm. I kind of saw hers. It had like a coffin. Mm. and fruit on a hanger or something. I was like, what the hell is that? And I actually read the description on it and yeah. it made perfect sense and I looked at it in a completely different light and I was like, wow, okay then, sold. <laughs> like that, mm. I was just yeah. taken quite yeah. aback with it. And the Mark, is it the Mark Rothko painting? Oh, they were okay. so massive and I can just mm. remember like um, sitting in the um, Tate Gallery just watching yeah. them and how massive they were and how daunting they were as well. Yeah. They better never get rid of the Rothko room because literally every time I go, I just have to go and sit in it for like an hour. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's, like it's quite, yeah, it's amazing how kind of overwhelming it is. And As in, like, um, an antithesis to the thing you were just saying about um, Dali, do you know the story of the red and black paintings no. and Rothko? Um, oh no, yeah. I do know a little bit about Mark Rothko. Basically, he was commissioned to make them for the Four Seasons, and as he was doing them, he sort of he didn't know that much about the Four Seasons to start with, and the more he sort of found out about how expensive it was and the people who went there, and I guess he went to meetings there and stuff, and that people were paying hundreds of dollars for one glass of wine, that he decided to make them horrible on purpose so that the Four Seasons wouldn't like them. What? Wow. Oh wow! I that's, didn't know that. that's a very brief synopsis of the story, but yeah. That's amazing. See, I like that because that's cheeky. That's like, yeah. like, is that Marcel Um yeah. The Fountain? That's yeah. like, mm. that as well. It's a bit cheeky. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, rules. Yeah, you gotta love a cheeky artist. They're mm. always good. I think, um, but not Darnie. Anish Kapoor. We'll agree was... to disagree. Like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like fist back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this... okay. Anyway, back to the <laughs> We digress. <laughs> There's some more teaching boards. They're a bit boring. Monet. It's quite boring. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's some of my ceramics. No, these are some ceramics that kids did that I taught the green man. Oh. Um, Ooh, that's oh, that's nice. nice. That was the Heroes Project. This is how to become cool in the eyes of 14-year-olds. They <laughs> do do um, a Heroes and Heroines Project, and then one of them has chosen Kurt Cobain. Oh, and you go, oh, oh, how old are you, 13? Yeah, that's how old I was at school when Kurt Cobain died, and I cried all day. And she was like, oh, my God, miss, you are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I literally got cool just for crying about Kurt Cobain dying. Amazing. When did Kurt Cobain die? Of 1993. I was two. I think October. I've got a feeling it was my friend Vicky's birthday. Yep. <laughs> Vicky <laughs> King, shall I tag you on Facebook? Kurt Cobain suicide day. So I'm just flicking through the teaching stuff, it's really quite dry. Oh, here's oh, Kenneth. Wow. I believe Kenneth. my dad still has Kenneth's head <laughs> in his Ooh, garage attic. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth was a man who came to model for us and we all made his head out of clay. Oh, wow. So he doesn't are. have Kenneth's actual head. No, he doesn't. No. no. Just to clarify. That's Kenneth it. would be quite elderly now. She has a reconstruction of, of yeah. Kenneth's head. 
That's amazing. Someone's going to go in your attic in like a few years after like, you know, you've moved yeah. out and there's just going to be this head. He was from the Newark area, so it could coincidentally be his ancestor. I wonder how many people have his head like in the garage. Yeah. The... I don't know how many of them would have survived. I was quite impressed because they weren't fired because we just slapped them on top. You know, like a Meet the Ancestors style, mm. like little matchsticks and a ball of newspaper and then put the muscles and then put the face on. So we couldn't fire them because there was just too much crap mixed in with the clay. We should have like a hashtag find Gareth or something. Yeah, Kenneth. Kenneth. Oh, Kenneth. <laughs> Gareth. Gareth. Oh gosh. The butternut squash project. Sorry if you can't see it over there. Um, that was really cool. We had to, this was another BTEC one. We had to go to Morrison's, which is supermarket placement, that loud. We had to go to Morrison's just around the corner from our college and spend two pounds on fruit and vegetables and create a sculpture with them. Amazing. And then we use that to do lots of various mark making. Quite, quite pleasing, some of it. Mm. Oh, there we go. Aww. That was the actual colours of the lily curtain print thing, and those are the original pictures that became the print. That's awesome. Mm. Ooh, Here fabric. is some mm. constructive embroidery. That's a bit of weaving. That looks like bagpuss, I always think. It looks like a killed <laughs> and skinned a bagpuss. Skinned a bagpuss. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here's some more nudity. Oh, the the favourite naked green belly. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is interesting. Mm. I used to have that in a frame in my bathroom. Oh, I like it. That's nice. Oh, those are... If you, if you Random place to go if you're in Paris, arty people. Go to Père Lachaise Cemetery. If you've never heard of it before, you're going to think, why would I go to a cemetery? But we got forced to go there when we went on a trip from art college and literally spent the entire day there. It's amazing. Um, What's it called? Pelaches. It's there's a lot of famous people buried there, and loads of really amazing sculptures on their graves. Jim Morrison's grave is there, oh, so nice. we all did like our eighteen year old smoking roll ups looking for Jim Morrison's grave. Anyway, yeah, it's a really good at that cemetery. Um, here you go. Oh, I can loads see naked of naked ladies. ladies. Loads of naked mm. ladies. How did you do that? Um, can I see a naked man? No, you cannot. Oh. Not right now, no. I think most of these are my friends. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> You're looking good, love. Oh, that's me. That's a photograph of my naked fat. Uh, there you go. What? That's another one see. of me. Sorry. No. I can't get them out because they're in, Don't the, worry. They're in plastic cages. Afterwards. You can have a look afterwards. It, the photographs of my fat rolls are exciting. It's a very experimental portfolio. Yeah. There was, that was all from my degree show, which, going back to the Willendorf Venus, my, I made, like, big ceramic vases. Mm. Of nice round lady figures and boobs and bums and things. Oh. So there was a lot of drawing and photographing each other naked. Oh. What, you do at art school? Stores or art each school? other? Yeah. yeah. You'd get naked? Yeah. I slept with most of them, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what year was this? <laughs> Uni. <laughs> I thought you said college. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that, that too. <gasps> Finding it all out now. I am. My innocence. My poor innocence. Does that not happen on an illustration degree? No. It doesn't happen on my illustration degree. <laughs> Maybe it's just <laughs> me. <laughs> Filthy. <laughs> Filthy. Yeah. Filth. Awesome. Well, so, very good. Lisa, do you want to take us through yours? Oh god, okay, here we go. Mine's very different. Yeah. Um, so my portfolio is it's what I use to get the job that I have with the company at the moment. So it features uh, freelance work that I've done and work that I did for the previous fashion company as well. So it's quite graphical. I got the portfolio from, um, I think it's Portfolio Plus. Shout out. 
It cost about 60 quid, 50, 60 Jesus. quid. Wow. I, I got it. mine free from, from my cop. Shut We've got the same portfolio. <laughs> We've shut got up. the same portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. I got mine from Hills in Newark. It's a great art shop. I believe it costs 14 99 Hills? Where's that? Yeah, not that we're sponsored. But. It's, <laughs> it's still in Newark. It's been there a long time. The it's one near... Down in... towards Barmbygate. Near Boys. Yeah, if you go down the side of there, mm. you'll find it. Okay, so because I'm a little bit of a nerd... Um... This is neat. <laughs> it's very neat. I have a introduction page which has um, snippets from what you can see inside of okay everything that I do including in work I have a narrative and that includes my portfolio as well so this it goes in chronological order of um, things that I've done uh, it's also yeah it's in sections <laughs> as well I am I'm, joking I'm a really geek. tell us a lot about our personality yeah probably <laughs> I like control um, so I have an introduction page which has uh, Lisa Statham illustration portfolio with my email and my phone number as well. And then it's got little snapshots of what else is in the portfolio, what you can expect. So they can see straight away what kind of illustrator that I am. That's what it's meant for. So here we go. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So I can't, can, I can't really show anyone. Do you and I, do you want me we to can hold? hold? Yeah, we can hold up. Yeah, like yeah. that. Okay, so the first oh. page is the most recent thing that I did when I had my interview with the company. Yes, I remember it now. Do you remember? So this is the freelance work that I did for the company. Mm. Um, and I, I thought it was... The trees are like really... Like yeah, they're all like textures. on um, glass or something. No, not but, at all. <laughs> <laughs> but good guess. Can anyone else guess? It's um, printmaking, so mark making. I used mm. to do a lot of that. Um, oh, what's it called? Monoprinting. So textures yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, is that paint on glass? No, mine's... Oh, I thought you meant actually taking a photo of it on the glass. Oh. No, mine's Perspex, though. Oh, okay. And it's ink. For the record, I meant monoprinting. I just didn't know the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do it again? It's like, is that monoprinting? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, why, thank you. <laughs> so, is that wet paint on glass? Yes, that's called monoprinting. It's actually ink on Perspex. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in one cap. <laughs> I tailored this portfolio towards the company that I was having the interview with. Because I had done freelance work with them, I put my freelance work first so they could just remember the um, work that I've done and they can see that I've actually done work for them as well. So this is the first kind of websites that I did. You can see that I picked out little bits because these, the responsive views, like the mobile, the tablet and the desktop views, you can't really see any of the graphics. That doesn't Mm. really show my illustration talent. So I did pick out pieces so that they could see it in a bit more detail um i also drew my own icons which are really bad and blurry now <laughs> and now i know my mistake you used to have to always do that didn't yeah we? you did yeah nightmare what you used to have to do always... your own icons yeah do your own icons really every time for every website it had to be different mm. styled differently for maths english fun and games Three to sevens, yeah. seven so to what? elevens. Yeah. They, yeah. they were still doing it when I first, when I was first doing it. Mm. Yeah. Came on board. And then we stopped doing it sort of for about two months into it. became quite obsolete quite fast. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So um, something else that I did as well on each page was that I named everything and um, I put, also put a year on it as well just so they, they could see how recent everything was. I just wanted to be 100% transparent as well. So if we turn the page, if we turn the page. So I have my se- second example of work that mm. I did for them. And this is a very different style. So, well, uh, second and third as well. I wanted to show my kind of talent off, my illustration talent, because that's what I thought I was going to be doing at that point. So I included 
This is quite interesting. This one tells a story. Mm-hmm. So this is the first draft in the uh, left corner. So the children are really quite detailed, but the school didn't oh. want that. They wanted something else instead of something quite stylized, cartoony and fun. So on the, on the other page, the opposite page, I showed what that looked like. So what they could, the company could see, mm. like a, a, almost like a journey mm. of how the design got there in the end. So I wanted to tell a story that way. My first ever illustrated website design also had children that looked like real children. And no, they didn't want they them. Didn't, they didn't want them. Everyone wants cartoons. They wanted them to be shorter with larger heads. <laughs> that is, that's literally what happens here. <laughs> is that they became shorter with larger heads? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so next page. Ooh, pretty flowers. Oh. So this is the work that I did with the fashion company. Oh, I like um, that. That is cool. So because I knew that I was going into an interview where I'm going to be more using my illustration skills more I chose quite illustrative pieces of work something mm. that I was really proud of as well so we have um this was the eastern kind of theme that we had and I was in charge of that side of that sector for the um what is it called we had like autumn winter seasons. for the seasons yeah we used to work in like seasons so mine this was for summer yeah, so this was Eastern Inspiration Range for uh, the spring-summer 2017. It's quite illustrative, and it also shows what the illustrations look like on the garment as well. Mm. This was literally just a show illustration and editing skills as well. How long would that have taken you to illustrate? It took me a while to do that. It's very detailed. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It, did it all by hand? No, 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 no. This, that was the brush. Um, this was all in Illustrator because we only used to work in Illustrator, um, um, like I said before. So this is why I know how to work in Illustrator. <laughs> okay, so the next page has nice. something a little bit more simplistic. Cool. Um, this is, well, these were part of our graphical tees that we had. Um, they were vector images, and this just shows off a more a different style of illustration. So that we're, we're sh- I'm beginning to show the company kind of like what I can adapt, basically. Mm. Um, and these are pieces that I really were proud of as well, like colours and... and um... Have you got T-shirts with these on? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't have them personally, but... Ah. Yeah. You should get them printed them. on T-shirts yeah. for yourself. They're sure. really cool. They are yeah. really cool. I'd wear that one. Yeah, the, these graphics actually have quite a horror, horror story attached to them because we had such little time to do them in. And this this one and this one was like a baptism of fire because at this point when I did these um, graphics, I wasn't very good at Illustrator at all. I didn't really know how to handle text in Illustrator, so these were really a struggle. They, yeah, there was definitely a learning curve when creating these pieces of graphics, even though they don't look much. They don't look like much now. Yeah, it was a struggle. They're really good, though, yeah. considering. Yes, I would struggle to make that. In yeah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> baptism of fire is the best way. Okay, so oh. yeah, at work, sometimes I talk about my blending skill. This is how I learned. So the next piece is completely different. It's photo uh, collages together. This is an illustration. It's more great. It's, it's not illustration. It's graphical, really. And what we used to do is have to blend photos together to look like completely new photographs because we didn't have our own photographer. So we used to have to take stock images and rework them. So some of the pieces that you see will have about five or more or less uh, photographs like reworked into them for example the hawaii one this one here i think that's like this the sky's a different one the trees might be different the hut's different the sea is something different mm. as well we had to blend them all together 
And then the Rio one as well, that's like two, three, four different photographs. Oh, wow. So that's how I know how to blend. <laughs> we had to, working at this job as well, we had such short deadlines that you had to work as quick as possible and as neatly as possible as well. Mm. So this is this was, yeah, baptism of fire. This is where I really learned about alignment as well and balance. So this is what this job taught me. I kind of feel like we're in an interview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So next, so apart from illustration and graphical work, I also did some website banners. So uh, the reason why I put these in was because I was having an interview with a website company. So I wanted to show that, you know, I know a little bit of this world. I'm not completely new, even though I was. So I did the logo for the eBay side of things and also the website banners as well. I think pretty sure Joe took the photograph. Shout out to Joe. Um <laughs> And yeah, I think I can remember I was setting that up because we used to have to set up the photo shoots ourselves and Joe would bring his camera in and take photos of it. Um, we had to Photoshop the <laughs> the boy as well and put them onto like different backgrounds and stuff. So it's really cool. So the ne- this is all the stuff that I've done commercially for actual companies. The next section is more freelance now. So the next website banners that we have is for a company called We The Terrors. Shout out. And um, it's this was to do with my motorsport freelance. So he wanted some, I think, promotional stuff done to do with the Peaks Pikes Peak Challenge. The sorry, the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb, which I absolutely love because I saw my favorite car there. And what's your favorite car? This one. I can't remember the name of it though because it was so long ago. But I saw it at Goodwoods uh, when I went with Peugeot, and that was really cool. I had to make these responsive as well. So the important information's in the middle. And then everything else could be cut out. So I learned mm. how I learned at that point as well before I even went into the company that mm. okay, so things have to respond. Okay, so this is more freelance work. This has got nothing to do with websites anymore. This is just my personal. Well, this is illustrations that I were paid to do. They just show my personal style off. So this is what I can do. This is what I can bring to the company if mm. they needed me to. Um, I can also adopt styles, but I can also I've also got a very strong style myself. I thought it was also important to show work that I'd been paid to do. That's not that wasn't really commercial either. Mm. So this is the yeah. These are just personal pieces for people, and then this was when I was invited by Peugeot in 2014 to go to the Goodwood Festival. That was really cool. Nice experience. I saw some amazing things that year, and I created some illustrations inspired by what I saw as well. And then I seen these. <laughs> the this. So the Formula One Legends poster is my most famous piece of work. Um, I (laughs) I sold loads. I don't have any more left. (laughs) Out of anything in my freelance career, this was the most successful. These were the most successful things that I ever did. Yeah, I sold them all over the world. I sold quite a few of them as well. Did you sell them together before this time? What I did because I only did one first. So there's two. Oh, there's Kimmy. But I eventually did put them into one, so people mm. could either have the collection or they could have one as well. But yeah, so what I did, I got people to participate and I asked them who their legends were and I made a piece out of it and it was, yeah, one of the most successful things I ever did. Well, I thought it was important to include something that... That's really nice. Even though I wasn't commissioned to do these um, pieces, it was something that was really that I sold and it was really successful mm. as well. Mm. So the next bit is... The books that I did, so the Gravel 2014, this was quite successful, um, and its predecessor as well, Gravel. So these are the books that I made and sold. Well, I didn't make them. I designed them, got them printed and sold them. This one's very special to me because I got people from around the world to 
right. I'm not a content writer. I'm not a copywriter. So I got people from either the who came from that country where the rally was held or journalists to write about that stage. So it was more of a guide because I realised, like, you know, there wasn't really a guide to the World Rally Championship and it would be something that would be quite useful, especially if you're new to it. And also the illustrations kind of alluded what that stage would be. It introduced you to the teams. Mm, it cool. introduced you to the places as well, which I thought was really cool. This was, yeah, this was quite successful. I, I sold every single one of them. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so the last piece was oh. <laughs> I wanted something just, <clears throat> um, again, to end on a more commercial note. So this is something that I was commissioned to do. Mm. Um, so I wanted to show a little bit of my personal work, but then bring it back and end it on something that I've been paid to do as well. So this was a uh, logo that I did. It's very bad because <laughs> I only had the graphic and the actual logo that was used, I didn't, I didn't receive a graphic of it. So I have a very small png and it's cut off at the bottom as well so you can't really see all my <laughs> illustration so yeah. i really like that oh, <laughs> it's yeah, blurry. It's cool. it reminds me of like a country pub yeah this was for modern logo created for the supplier fair game and it was in collaboration with quinton james as well mm-hmm. what kind of supplier are they i think it's just uh, i think it's quail legs hey and yeah, that's my oh, yeah. portfolio. It does look like it should be for a really posh yeah. bar. Yeah. Oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, my portfolio had like a story of um, what I can do. Mm. So, my portfolio was intentionally put together. So, I went in knowing who I was going to be interviewed with, I tailored it towards them. It also told a story. So, it told you not only what my style is, but styles that I can do. It, I wanted to show them I am versatile. It showed work that I'd done commercially for for actual companies, what I've done for the different type of styles that I could adopt for that. And it also showed like what I did in my spare time and stuff that was still quite successful as well. Mm-hmm. So, oh. Yeah, that's a really good point. When setting together a portfolio, always make sure that you tailor it to yeah. whoever it is that's seeing yes. the portfolio because there's no point showing a website company a load of cardigans that you've made or something like that because that's not something whether it'll be interesting they're not going to want to be like oh we can use this skill or yeah it's really easy to like if you can keep because i kept tying it back so in right in the middle that's where those responsive banners were Mm -hmm. so if we kind of trailed off i could bring it back to website design my portfolio was also quite a conversational piece as well as in like we started on something that was website related in the middle there was something website related so i could always bring it back to what I was being interviewed for. And then right at the end as well, which commercial is used for a logo on a website. So again, boom, bring it back to website design. Mm. That's good. So Emily, do you want to tell us the, your tragic story? Mm, it is quite tragic, isn't it? <laughs> so I don't have my portfolio anymore because my mother doesn't deem it good enough to keep. Oh no. She had it stored at her house for years and years and then recently decided that it, it needed to... Uh, be dumped in the bin. I had to vacate yeah. the premises. Mm. As soon as I was gone, she's chucked it out. However, I do have a drawing that was done very recently of a nude model. Okay, mm. then. Um, at a hen party. Okay, I then. can show you. <laughs> Am I the only one who's seen it? No, I've seen it. I haven't seen it. Let me get this for you. I can't wait for you to see it. Now, bear in mind, oh God, here we go. I, did, <laughs> I did only have 
about a minute to draw this, mm-hmm. we were told. Which I think is amazing. Yeah. Because I thought well, it was no, pretty not, good. And then not. Emily told me she drew it in a minute. Yeah. So we went to this dodgy uh, railway old man's club. That's and where the live drawing class this, was. Yeah, oh this is God. where the live drawing class <clears throat> was. And as it was a hen party, we thought, oh, he'll be quite young, quite nice to look at. And we walked in and he wasn't quite young and he, he wasn't nice to look at. Oh, Poor man, yeah. Shout out he to Denis Bonnell. Yeah. <laughs> he was lovely, but we just, we didn't want to see his bits, but, but we did. had to draw them. Now, this is the photo that won the Masterpiece Ooh. Award, but he, he, it's did, very faint. Did as he it's photo. choose the winner? Because you, no, you have been quite generous to him. Yeah, in well, some maybe ways. That's why oh. me. <laughs> it was joint. He, him, and a lady who was hosting it. Um, so this is Steve. As All you can I can see, see is this bit. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I think I was a bit generous. It, it wasn't really. You can actually see where I had done it too and then I kind of drew over the top <laughs> you made it bigger to make it bigger because I felt bad for him wow. don't tell him that yeah and you can see the detail of his, his necklace with his cross <laughs> yeah. yeah so um, he was on a chair as well but I didn't have time to draw the chair so he wasn't is that why squatting <laughs> doing a weird crash <laughs> and there is a funny story to go with with this picture so, as you can see, he was knelt on the ground um, with his wang around. <laughs> yeah. And as the um, lady host clearly didn't know what she was doing, she didn't know how to teach art, she just was going with the flow. We had to do things like <laughs> <laughs> draw on our heads and with the paper on our heads and things like that, like draw with our eyes closed. She didn't know what she was doing at whoa, all. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, they, That's an actual practice. These, yeah, these are it was, things. No. Yeah, yeah. They are. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've done both of those in yeah, real I did, life drawing classes. Draw a that's not the man point. when your eyes are closed. That's not the point. So you have to look at it, remember it, and then... Drawing on your head. Yeah, that one. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but drawing with your eyes closed is, is, is one. Right, okay. Well, I that's think, fine then. Yeah, I've definitely... D- held the paper somewhere weird where I couldn't see it to it's all about hand eye coordination yeah. and then your memory and stuff as well haha oh. <laughs> okay so we'll give her that if she's listening well done <laughs> we'll give you that one it's a genuine <laughs> art technique anyway so he was crouching in the middle of the floor with his wanger out as well and we were all sat around drawing and she said this time we're going to draw Steve with uh, the pencils in our mouths <laughs> right so we all had the pencils in our teeth. That's getting quite erotic. Yeah. And we had our hands behind our backs and we were drawing with the pencils in Thank our you teeth. Thank you out, by the way. You're welcome. I know not everyone can see this, but for you guys. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a man from off the street, I presume, I don't know, he walks in to be faced with Steve with his wanger out crouching on the floor and we're, we've all got pencils in our mouths doing this. You can't see, but I'm just motioning. Circular motions. What, circular motions with our teeth trying to have some kind of grip some on the quite, pencil. like weird sex head thing going on. Yeah. And he walks in it's and amazing. he said, oh, I'm so sorry. And she said, the lady who said, excuse me, I'm trying to teach a lesson here. 
<laughs> so he closed the door behind him and he, he must have thought, what the hell is going on in there? We burst out laughing, obviously. And then he came back in and said, oh, I'm glad you all found it funny. And then left again. Oh, wow. Amazing. So, yeah. I want to see his Facebook post of, so I was just wandering down the street, took the wrong turning, <laughs> and ended up in some weird-ass class. Yeah, they were just, like, sucking off pencils to an English <laughs> Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, some rude-ass bitch told me to leave and she was teaching some lessons. <laughs> I'm sucking pencils. So, yeah, that's my story. Oh, and amazing. I, if I were to show you my portfolio, probably wouldn't be that good. Oh, no. Uh, no. Because clearly... Then. My mother didn't even want to keep it. Shout out to Anne's mother. Yeah. No, don't shout out to her. She's okay, throwing my portfolio back. away. She doesn't deserve it. <laughs> well, <laughs> could she? Terrible. Hmm. Awful. Okay, right. then Miss Thang. I've got two portfolios, which is quite strange. Okay, then. But I have a feeling that it will be a repeat in both. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I know what oh, the one God. is. Oh, um, God. It breaks my heart, Chas. Oh, no. To see a free portfolio, it might cost 60 quid. Oh, no, look at this. It's battered. Look at that. I've got teeth marks in it. What the hell? What the hell are you doing with that? Been drawing with a pencil in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Look at that velvety inside. I know, velvet. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, even nicer introduction. Landscape. I know it's landscape. Yeah. (laughs) So, was this for your interview? Yes, this was the one that I showed at the interview, but I don't think I probably showed. What have I got in this? This is really heavy. You can't tell. I've got a book in here. Yeah, I don't think I can do it again. No, it's fine. Um. Okay. Nice deflection. So, yeah, this was a, the company that I was made redundant at. Um, this was the branding that I did. So I did a lot of logo work and some website. I did all the um, photography for this website, actually. Wow. This was all mine. Yeah, I did a few websites because also realising that I was going to a website company, I needed to put some sort of website in there. So put a few website-y thingies in. I'm actually quite impressed with this. I've forgotten his name, but he used to be on the gadget show. He used to wear glasses. Jason something. Oh, what's his name? Jason. No idea. Is he the one that's on Country File now? No. Oh. You watch Country File? Yeah. yeah. Don't you? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, wow. no. Okay, Chaz Hill. Ellie, Ellie Harrison is like my file. idol. That oh, chat okay. with the sheep. Yeah. Well, anyway, some, some bloke off the gadget show, some bloke off the telly came over when we were doing a show and I'd got all my branding everywhere and he gave me his card. Oh, cool. I said he'd be in touch, but he never did. So I was like, all oh, right, then so yeah. Um, oh, this is what I did at uni. Um, not for a project. Um, I was part of the gaming society, and I was like their mm-hmm. media officer. And this was all <laughs> the marketing collateral for them. So I made nice. these awesome membership cards that I like games. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so cute. Um, yeah, and I made a load of banners and posters, and oh, they all went everywhere, so that was quite cool. I also made a, a newsletter that never got seen, so it was kind of pointless. Um, but it ended up in your portfolio, so... It did, yeah. <laughs> uh, this was for the lovely lady Jane Means. Um, she, was, she was the one that I did a lot of branding and stuff for. Um, we had a lot of adventures, me and Jane. Um, I did a lot of packaging for her and a lot of nice, sort of mm-hmm. fancy things. It was, it was what font is that? Which one? This one. Jane Means. Um, it's nice. I have no idea, but I think it is copyright to her. Unfortunately, yeah, and uh, we did a we did a load of stuff. We went round a load of. I got, I got a handbag. Uh, we I can't remember where I was. We were going to some show, and um, we're meeting some people. And she knew she was one of those people that knew everyone and and all this. And she took me along for the ride, and we came down, and then we helped out this 
stand that was selling handbags and I did some sort of marketing stuff for them while it's on the stand and they were like oh we, we can't pay you but here have a free handbag and I was like oh awesome. thanks <laughs> I did, I did. <laughs> yeah that black and white one uh, oh right yeah that, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was from them yeah that was good this is my this is some branding thank you this is what you call a dynamic identity mm-hmm. it's really boring so I won't go into it but it basically means that the logo changes for different aspects of oh, the brand. Oh, okay, I've come across that before. Yeah, mm. so this whole thing was a made-up company. It was called Blue Monkey. Um, and basically what I did was I made four different monkeys for four different separate parts of the company, and then they represented different ones. Yeah. And I actually made a video of a load of different people that snapped through a load of people pulling funny faces. Um, and then at the end, it like showed the Blue Monkey. It was really good. Like, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so I made that. What have we got here? Oh... Oh, this is really Tokyo Ocean. Oh. Yes, this was one of my second year projects called Tokyo Ocean. Um, and they were like some hipster bar brand that we needed to do. And we, we had six weeks to come up with a full brand, a set of brand guidelines, a website, oh. six dance posters and <laughs> something else. You can do it all in a day now. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so what I did was I came up with this idea of this mascot um, called Oki. And this is this guy. And he's also the logo when you turn him on Yeah, side. noticed that. Nice. Which yeah. is pretty cool. So I made him and he did a load of little stuff and he was all over the website. And these dance posters that I made are... Um, I watched a series of dance routines and then created uh, different shapes depending on the movements. So oh, each cool. one of these Ooh. represents different dance moves. Um, so yeah, that was quite cool. Yeah, and then this was another dynamic identity that I did for the design museum. I actually got entered into a competition, but I didn't win. So, but it made your portfolio. I know. Yeah, it made it in here. Oh, these were part of my masters. This project was well. Originally, it was based on authorship, so we were to come up with a subject of anything that we wanted, and then create a series of posters about it. But this project for me ended up about serendipity, uh, which ended up being a lot about what my masters was about. So these posters are all made up of things that I use to make final pieces. Mm-hmm. So this one is a rag that I used to clean up a load of paint that I'd made a painting of. The painting was shocking, but this is the rag and it looks really cool. That's awesome. <laughs> this was the water of said paint. And that was <laughs> a theme. how the, the painter came. I made a, a wax thing, you know, when you heat up the wax and it, it goes down yeah. and the, the, the wax crayon wrappers. That's really cool. And a load of bubbles. I can't remember where the bubbles came from. I think it was like a drink that I had at the time, but it was just for one of the pieces. So that was what I did. Nice. I don't know what is in it. Oh! Ooh. So, me, as mentioned in the previous podcast, me and Lisa are working on a project together. Yes, and I completed it, motherfucker. She's finally it. done it. <laughs> I fucking did it. Only three months due, over, like, over I'm due. sure it's more. Probably. So, yeah, the project is... I don't want to say too much because I'm redoing it, but... Yeah, it's on mental health. And basically what I did was I got people to re to draw what they thought mental health looked like. Oh, this is what you're waiting on for me and Carl. And this me. is what I'm waiting on. everybody. <laughs> Sorry. And no one's done anything. Um, yeah, so this was the original... Glad I'm not the only one that's not Oh, bitch, you just upgraded with the illustrations. I know. Oh, it's, it's I can't good wait to see a bit, though. Not, not to steal them, but just to kind yeah, of see what everyone else has done. But yeah, I have changed the... Um, Changed the the mental disorders now, so you can't okay. steal them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's what the heavy thing was in it. So yeah, so there are some beauty shots of the actual thing. Ooh, these. I really are... like your uh, work with these. That's mm. amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I 
I'm a massive fan of type, but not as in text. I like playing with letters because letters are just shapes. Mm -hmm. And once you realise that letters are just shapes, then you can do anything with them. So all of these are just posters made up of different... I need to get rid of that. I like that one. Oh, that reminds me of the the um, bottles you did for completely. It's, it's well, yeah. based on that sort of style. So I've got all these that I'd done sort of in my own time that mm. I sort of messed around with, and they've got some weird texture on them. But I can't remember how I made the texture. But yeah, I need to get rid of that. Oh, this is my master's project. Okay, so my yeah my for the year that I did my master's, it was like the first semester was me messing around with different techniques, finding out. Just experimenting, really, and seeing what I enjoyed doing. Then the second semester was me focusing more on mental health. And then the third semester was me realising that I wanted to run workshops as possibly a career, which is something that I never looked into after uni, which I should probably start looking into again. Yeah, so this book is basically... It's a documentation of all the workshops that I ran, the feedback of the sessions that I ran, and then from the feedback I created the brand so it's called the hope project because the original idea was that I was going to use the workshops to help people with mental health issues so hope stands for helping others process emotion and that's very clever so it's called the hope project so yeah so I, I took all the keywords out of the the feedback sessions turned them into these sort of weird infographics and then from then created the brand which is what this was so yeah that was that was my masters and then the thing that cats just ooed for because i've realized it's (laughs) yeah i really like this Mm. anybody who knows me well knows that i don't sleep well i have a horrific nightmare sort of disorder and these are my visualizations of my nightmares Uh, so i use the collage and random things yeah, quite terrifying. They're very cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they're not, cool. Not quite sure what these two were about, but I think oh, this, this that's my reoccurring one that I get quite a lot. And then I don't quite know what this one is, but yeah, so that's that one. And then this one is my degree show portfolio. Yeah, show us. <sighs> I have a feeling it's a lot of rep, like repetition. You put your second name in green. I know. <laughs> she branded herself differently those days. Oh, shit, Why did you pick green? Because it was the branding for the show. It was like oh. grey. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, there's a lot of repetition. Oh. We spoke about the, the madness, madness book. The madness book in a previous episode. Ta da! I do quite like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is my book that slowly went insane. Oh, Honestly, it yeah, itself. you did it ate itself. bring that up. Yeah, based on London Fairy Tale by Kurt Schwitters. So I wouldn't recommend it because it's a fucking batshit crazy poem. Shout out. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> yeah. is cool though. But he was a, a German writer during the time of the rise of Hitler. Oh, and Second World War. They banned, they banned all of his work because he slated the Nazis a lot. Mm. I've heard of him. I don't know if I've ever actually read any of him. Yeah, he's odd. Really odd. Oh. oh. This is all falling apart. But yeah, this was the second half to the Madness Project. We had to make a digital thing. So what I did was I sort of cheated. I made a load of collages, messed them up in a scanner based around uh, moral decay. 
So this is actually about child prostitution and this is about free, freedom of speech. And then what I did was I blew them up on a projector, put them in a gallery somewhere and then took a load of pictures. Awesome. Um, so these aren't Photoshop, these are actual oh, cool. photos oh, yeah. of the thing. But yeah, so um, I did that, which was a thing. Apart. And then I did loads more, as you can see. And then this was probably one of the weirdest things I've ever done. Does anybody know anything about avant-garde? It's actually crazy. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I made an avant-garde film based around um, how the, the brain processes OCD. So the, the whole animation was made in stop motion. Mm. It lasted 30 seconds and I took over 3,000 photos for it. <laughs> stop wow. motion, baby. Um, yeah, and it, it, it's basically like the green, the green bits are representative of a normal thought and then the red dots are um, obsessive thought and it sort of shows how it takes over mm. the brain and, and that sort of stuff. So yeah, that was sort of the weirdest thing. But it is the highest mark I ever got at uni. Oh, wow. I got first wow. on it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, that's, that's me. Wow. Awesome. Well, everyone's a very impressive... So yeah. so Both of your portfolios are very professional. Mine is literally just a folder that contains stuff. At least you have one cat. If it makes you feel Thanks, better, Mum. My dad threw all my sculptures away. They're kind of filled as garbage. Apart from but... Kenneth's head. Yeah. In the. Uh, well, attic. I think that used to actually live in his office in the mm. house. Oh, I think he has a special relationship with Kenneth. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, there was quite a lot of big weird stuff. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I did a project on bees and I made kind of a bee abdomen out of papier mache, mm. which was about moving my hands kind of as big as I can, maybe two That's a big foot thing. diameter, three to four foot long, round at one end and pointy at the other end. Oh, okay. Sounds um, quite scary. Yeah. There were some other bee parts. The floor was made of a honeycomb of papier mache. With So I got two layers of chicken wire it's a bit random and pressed papier-mâché into each side of the chicken wire for oh, about two metres squared oh wow oh, wow um, that's effort <laughs> to make a yeah. giant honeycomb and then filled some of them up with honey and some Aww. of them with bees that's really cute yeah, the bees were very cute because they were dead. <laughs> oh, oh, they actually alive oh, bees. bees. Yeah, they were real bees. <laughs> Where did you oh, get them wow. from? Weird story. Um... <laughs> Shout out to my good friend Beth, who I was at um, art college with. We did the art foundation course together. When I started doing the bee project, started off, um, I'd looked at some Lalique jewellery and he um, does a lot of like bees and insects and dragonflies and they're very beautiful. And then I kind of wanted to make it massive and crazy. And I was collecting a few bees from like windowsills and things. Uh, and then okay. I was like, oh, I wish I had more bees, but I don't really want to kill bees. And then a friend of mine went, shortage. I'm pretty sure I, my dad has a whole car full of dead bees. What? And I was like, what? So <laughs> having um, been, I hadn't at the time been to her parents' house, but I have um, in more recent times I've been there. And it's kind of like this crazy, amazing junkyard. In the, They've got the massive garden and down the end of it. Her dad kind of collects all kind of old, vintage, but dead cars. So there's kind of like junkyardy oh, okay. cars. Mm. It's all overgrown. And wild bees had made a bee's nest wow. in one of the cars. And then it, there'd been a very cold winter and they'd all died. 
And so I was like, okay, yeah, it'd be great if you could bring me some bees, expecting like maybe a handful of bees. She came in the next day with a carrier bag, a shopping carrier bag full of bees. Oh my God. That's set for bees. Cute. Nice. <laughs> Cute bees. Dead bees. Some nice. of the bees in my exhibition space were just like hanging from fishing wire from the ceiling. So they were all there. It's actually corpses. Just... <laughs> it's hardcore. <laughs> really hardcore. Okay, so. So, we've seen four different portfolios, unfortunately, one photo. No, so. three. Oh, yeah. No, three. No, four. Ta- Chas had two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just need to keep quiet. So. <laughs> Can you come to five? She's a little, she's a little bitter. <laughs> it's a little sour. <laughs> a little sour about it. But yeah, so what do you think is good advice when putting together a portfolio then? Don't give it to your mum. Lisa, <laughs> yeah. away. Lisa just put her hand up. It's fine, just you're yeah. building podcast. it with Steve. <laughs> yeah, just for all the all the listeners, Lisa actually put her hand up. It was very cute. <laughs> it was very sweet. I'm a little nerd, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? It's graphics name. Um, yeah, yes. Lisa, you may speak. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what I think makes a good portfolio is definitely research the company that you're going to have an interview with tailor your portfolio towards them try and tell a story with it as well because you have to talk your way through the portfolio mm. and also put some conversational pieces in so for example like i did uh, i put right smack and bang in the middle of it if i ran out of things to talk about i had a website piece so i brought it back to that help yourself out with your portfolio that way mm. show them what you can do it's always nice to have commercial work in there i before I even had commercial work, I used to put in, I used to volunteer quite a bit. So I would put in like pieces that I just kind of volunteered with, like charity posters or something like that. Uh, and I used to put uh, a lot of personal work. So I think for people that are just starting out, they might not have that commercial work mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. So it's still, I would say try and get as much maybe like freelance work as you can. Mm-hmm. But there's absolutely no shame in putting personal work in there. Just make sure it's good. Make sure it can it shows the company what they're going to get or what they can have mm. as well. It's all about showing you off, basically. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think portfolio is, is mix it up with like stuff you are really happy with because that was what my portfolio was based on. It was stuff that I was really proud of that I could talk about, yeah. and then stuff that was relevant. So yeah. it was sort of like you know, oh yeah, look at these websites that I can make, but I can also make a book that eats itself. Look how awesome this is. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of random things like that. Yeah, and just sort of showing off a new skill as well, because you never know like even though you work for a, a printed company, if you can do a really good website, they might go, Oh well actually, you know, mm-hmm. while you're here we'll we'll put that that skill skill to test. Yeah. Yeah, Emily. <laughs> All three of you just looked at me then. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, yeah do totally you agree? Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you have any drawing techniques? Um, no. <laughs> what did you learn in like your drawing lesson? Uh, oh, what my my drawing lesson last week? How to draw with the paper on top of your head and <laughs> with your eyes closed. Don't forget that, folks. Is a very important lesson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you want to be a good drawer, close your eyes. Close your eyes, yeah. Hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. It's good practice. Yeah. What about you, Kat? What are your, your thoughts on portfolio? Don't really sense that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Get a good Just, folder. 
but they're about 60 quid, I hear. Yeah. Oh, well, they're not according to someone else. <laughs> free? Is it the same kind? The one yeah, it's exactly free. the same one. It's the same one, yeah. It's wow. just, I, yeah. Got, I got mine free. I got a load of software free, and I got a load of okay, uh, sketchbooks free. Feel cheated. All on Mac off. I was um, very proud of that as well. <laughs> My advice is don't keep your precious artwork in the garage in case it goes moldy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Also, don't bite it. I don't know why I bite it. I know why I bit it. Oh, God, you just had a memory. <laughs> I just had a memory. I just saw it light up in your eyes. Flashback. No, it was because the on the last day of my third year, I'll have to dig the photo out. On the last out. day of your what? My third year. Third year. Uh, uni. Um, the amount of work that we handed in was ridiculous. I think I handed in about eight sketchbooks, an entire box of drawings, three other boxes of like development work and then four separate pieces it was stupid and i remember carrying it like that oh okay so mm. like so nibbling on it so, so you weren't just hungry no <laughs> it doesn't taste very nice so we remembered the story of like the mysterious teeth marks yeah so we've now uncovered that <laughs> we've kind of come full circle yeah awesome Right, well, I'm sorry this podcast today has been a little bit disjointed and a little bit weird. We're apologising for the, the levels, and if you hear any rustling or anything like it's that. There's going to be a lot of rustling. Yeah, yeah we apologise for that. But yeah, go head over to Twitter at LGraphical and check us out on there, and we will put up all the pictures of everything that we've spoken about on here, plus some other stuff that we may not have mentioned, or if stuff gets cut out of the podcast that you don't see, we'll make sure that we put everything up. Um, we're also looking into making some new branding for Ladies of Graphical. So we may change in the next few weeks because we realised that the logo that we have at the moment, as awesome as it is, now that you guys are actually listening, <laughs> um, we kind of need to change it because it is borderline copyright. So if we do change, don't worry, we are still the same. We are just changing to make sure that we don't get a lawsuit or anything like that. So, yeah, thank you to everyone that's been listening as well. We are surprised that people are listening. Um, we just listening. Yeah, we did this for fun, but everybody who's listening, thank you so much. And Yay. keep listening and we will keep making content. So that's it from us this week. But next week we're going to be talking about something a little less happy as the three weeks have been quite jovial we're going to be talking about disappointments that we've found in the industry and through things that we've done hopefully we won't make it too depressing and put you off any sort of you know graphical thing like that but obviously every job comes with its downs as, as well as its ups so we want to make sure that we're being completely transparent with you guys so next week's going to be a little bit of a downer but i'm sure we'll still have a laugh as well so thank you from me and all of the ladies here we shall see you next week. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.